and welcome back. This is episode 50 of Xbox the All-In-One Podcast. We've we've made it. We've reached episode 50. After um, a few changes in co-hosts, first we started, uh, the first episode was back in August of last year. Um, it was myself and um, Sean. And then there was Eddie who came in every now and then. Um, and then we kind of rotated with, with the three of us. And then we had um, those two left. And then we had Walter. And Michael for a while, and then uh, yeah, and then it went to uh, myself and Robert, um, who is currently doing it with me now. Um, we've done what, I want to say like fifteen episodes together at this point. About that, yeah, 15, 16, something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been an interesting interesting ride, and of course it's not the end. We'll be back next week as well. Um, it's been sometimes it's been tough. I've had to use different programs and use different ways of uh, recording and all sorts of other things. I I used my phone for maybe the first I don't know twenty something episodes, um, and you know recorded at different times. It used to be on a Friday. It's been on a Sunday for a while, uh, for as long as I can remember. It used to be uploaded late on a Sunday, but now I uh, get some sleep and then I upload it on uh, as soon as I can on the Monday. Um, so yeah, it's been really good fun. It's been the longest podcast we've had. It's been the longest podcast I've had. Uh, it was created before Entertainment Talk was even an idea. I mean, it, at the start, it was just like, let's just get some people together and talk about Xbox and mention some news and stuff. But now it's part of something a lot bigger, which is the Entertainment Talk website. Of course, uh, you can go there at entertainmenttalk.org. Which now we do TV podcasts. We have The Walking Dead, which was The Walking Dead was the second one that came around, uh, and then it was the DC stuff, which I did some episodes on my own last year. Some I did with Sophie, uh, and then we did so we started the TV podcast. We've only done about five of those, um, but yeah, it's been an interesting ride so far. I feel like I've learned learned a lot of different things from listening to different podcasters and all that sort of thing. And uh, it's not always easy. Sometimes you aren't motivated for the show sometimes you really really are um today i'm very motivated it's uh, it's gonna be a fun episode we'll talk we're gonna talk a bit about our gaming history there's some cool news that's coming up uh so yeah robert's joining me today hi robert how's it going uh good yeah i just played about three hours of overwatch and i'm now exhausted from it uh although i played a good few hours of mafia today i needed a break and uh i was i was in the mood for some competitive multiplayer um I used Soldier 76 for maybe most of that time. I ranked up twice. Um, so, what, what have you been playing today? Or the well, I've week? been uh, I've been cleaning out my closet of shame, which is games that you buy and don't ever play. <laughs> um, this has been mostly the free epi- free stuff that's been part of Games with Gold. For whatever reason, I just never got around to it. Uh, so, I finished the first chapter for the Minecraft story. I enjoyed that a lot. It actually oh, reminded well. me... That's a coincidence. I did that yesterday. So uh, what what did you think of that? I was pretty good. It kind of reminded me, um, before game trailers, the website shut down. Yeah. uh, And they were producing original content. Either somebody that was at the site or somebody that was contributing to the site was basically doing a Minecraft story. Yeah. Um, It wasn't a game. It was just kind of a a narrative, kind of like how Red vs. Blue just uses the Halo engine to create its own narrative. That's what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were doing that, so it kind of it even kind of sounded like it. So I don't know if they just hired those guys as voice actors or if it was just me in my head sounding like it. All right. uh, but it was enjoyable. 
Yeah, it was guess. fun. I mean, after a week of uh, playing, after a week of watching this week's American Horror Story, which was quite gory, and The Walking Dead was quite gory. The uh, the final episode was full, but the fall was very gory. So I was um, well, not as gory as the other two, but it was still pretty dark. So I was in, I was up for something quite fun, and it was definitely something that didn't take itself too seriously. Uh, I'm still not familiar with every character. Like it's gonna take me a while to get used to the names, but yeah, it was just really fun, and. Uh, yeah, it's good, good old sort of telltale stuff. Uh, I didn't have any frame rate issues or anything like that. I can I can think of. But yeah, it was fun. Um, so yeah, what did you, did you like it? Did you think it was fun? It was very enjoyable. I mean, it's a telltale game. So as long as the story's good, everything else holds up all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's eight episodes of that, which is quite a lot. Um, I would say if you're going to buy it, don't buy the season pass because that. Uh, it's going to throw you off money-wise because that is episodes either 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5 or 2 through 5. There's the complete collection which is going around about £30 which is 1 to 8 which is the whole thing because uh, I think maybe after they've done a few episodes they maybe decided to extend it. I'm not sure exactly what happened but um, yeah it was instead of just a season pass it was originally a season pass and then they decided to do a few more episodes so there's a lot of that to play yeah i'm sure that'll be as, as part of like a cyber monday sale next month yeah because uh, those games always go on sale for the yeah, holidays wait for it to go on sale so. so yeah if you're looking to buy that i i definitely hold until mm. they start announcing sales so yeah. uh, uh but i played that i got to start on king's quest chapter one which okay, chapter five just download that as well yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got Christopher Lloyd doing the voiceover, so that was enjoyable. Okay. Um, it's definitely very, very different, obviously, from the King's Quest that I grew up on. Yeah. Um, but that was, you know, that was mid '80s when that was a game thing. <laughs> right. Uh, played a little bit of Costume Quest, which is a Tim Schafer creation. Right. And if you don't know who Tim Schafer is, then you really need to learn more history about video games. <laughs> And uh, we were talking last week, at least I was, about the Kickstarter for Wasteland 3, so that oh, yeah. made me get a little curious, and I got on Amazon, Right. and Wasteland 2 it was only 17 bucks US, so I went ahead and grabbed it, but I haven't played it yet, because that's going to be a treat for myself when I finally get around to finish and 100% uh, Fallout 4, okay. and then just put that in the done nice. column. Um yeah, Telltale's Batman Episode 3 is out this week as well, uh, or kind of last week-ish, um, so I'm going to get that this week and uh, play my way through that. So yeah, there's some Telltale stuff coming out, of course, Walking Dead Season 3, Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 3, will be out, I think it's November at some point, I don't know if there's an exact date, I thought it was November 4th, but that would be too soon, because we haven't really had like a full trailer yet or anything, we just had like a teaser and a poster. Um... But yeah, just playing Mafia, playing my way through that, uh, playing as much Overwatch as I can. Um, I haven't really been on my PlayStation because I haven't really had that much time because I've just been playing through uh, Mafia and all the TVs back on as well. Um, so let's get to some news. What did you have first? Uh, got a few things. First off, do you remember from the E3 Ubisoft press conference that snowboarding game that they showed called Steep? Yep. That looked really pretty, and there have been a couple of snowboarding games out. There was uh, SSX, uh, another one that I can't remember. Anyway, 
Uh, Ubisoft just announced that they are doing a multi-part beta for the game. Oh, cool. Uh, the is eighteenth, the November eighteenth to November twenty-first for the open beta. And if you go on to Ubisoft's website, you can register for the early access, which is going to be November tenth to the no to the fourteenth. Okay. Um, the beta is, is going to be on all three platforms, so it's going to be PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Yeah. So when you go to the website, which I already did, you'll log in with your Ubi account, which most people that play Ubisoft games have anyway. So, And then you just select your platform, and you'll get an email confirming it. Uh, according to the article, both phases will include access to various challenges and nine of the game's mountain stories, okay. which is the story-driven challenges spread across three of the seven areas that will feature the final release, including Arborist, Tyrell, and Needles. Uh, successfully completing challenges and mountain stories unlocks the gear, you know, so you can customize your uh, character. And it's just one of those things that I always love open betas because clearly they're gonna, you know they're testing their multiplayer and their server setup, and you get a good sense of the game whether or not you're gonna want to buy it. Cool. All right. Uh, I'll I'll check out the beta for a few hours. See what I think. Um, there's been a lot of betas this year, like a lot of betas. Um, like Titanfall and Battlefield and Call of Duty and Gears of War and Steep and uh, Overwatch would have been earlier this year and uh, all sorts of things. Um, so yeah, what, what else have you got? Well, more on the upcoming big update, as I like to call it. Uh, Microsoft had a presser a couple of days ago where they announced the next big update for the cross-platform between Windows 10 and Xbox One. It's being called the Creators Update because a lot of it is focusing on content creation on you know the user end. Uh, they talked about Beam integration. If you remember a few podcasts back, Beam was that broadcasting oh, yeah. company that Microsoft bought. Yeah, um, and it's basically they're going after Twitch, but it's kind of like Twitch but more interactivity. If you've seen some of the screenshots, you can like set up quick and instant polls on screen. You can give options to the people watching back and forth. I know uh, Major Nelson does beam broadcasts every now and then. Let's his fans in on it. Those are always fun. Uh, the big thing with uh, the Xbox side of it is they announced that it's going to be uh, quarter one, 2017. So I'm thinking like maybe February, late February, early March. Yeah, yeah. Uh, around that time. And they showed things like uh, broadcasting, setting up the arena tournaments, which is already in preview. And they talked about looking for group, which just hit the uh, preview members today. And I sent you a leak before the show. I yeah. uh, showed a, a video of a guy going through that and showing how the looking for group works. Um, okay. So I'm, if you can put that in the show notes, that'll be cool. Yeah, uh, they showed off their bundles. They're prepping for uh, the holiday season, so there's like the Xbox One S, One S, you know, 500 gig terabyte, two terabyte consoles bundles for a Battlefield, uh, Call of Duty. I'm sorry, Battlefield One, uh, Gears Four, Minecraft, and FIFA 17. All right. Yeah, I've seen the Xbox One S, FIFA 17 one a couple of times. That's actually surprisingly cheap. It was like 220 pounds. I think that was maybe the 500 gig. But yeah, that's pretty cheap for like a new console and a new game. So, Yeah, like I said before, it kind of depends. I'm like 50-50 on wanting to get a 1S. Um, mostly just to not have that giant brick around. 
but you know we got uh, the holidays coming up and there's bound to be either a black friday or a cyber monday deal it'll just be that and they'll just throw like three or four games at it and depending on what the bundles is i might have yeah. to break down and buy one yeah yeah they'll have like gears and they would have yeah, I mean, especially if it's like three free games, and then you take in my old system to GameSpot, which is still worth a hundred dollars local, I think, and you know that helps knock off the price a bit. Yeah. Cool. All right. Uh, was it? Was there anything else? Yeah, there's a bit more update on the uh, actor strike that we talked about last week. Okay. Uh, some of the details have been starting to come out, and some websites have been set up. You know, both pro and con against it um still no resolution yet but like i said last week there was uh you know only about 20 to 25 percent of the voice acting work done is through the union so it shouldn't affect things too much the uh what appears to be the big sticking point was the uh, sag which is the screen actors guild had their demand to where that the normal four hour recording session be cut into the two-hour sessions to reduce the stress on you know people speaking mm. but the the actors be paid the same rate for the four hours of work uh huh. the counter from the companies was to split the four-hour sessions into two two-hour long recording sessions as long as the actors arranged it ahead of time and recorded the two sessions within five business days uh the union according to one site that i found did not agree with that term and then withdrew its proposal entirely according to the site uh, this is one of those things that you're never going to know the specifics. You're never going to get the clear answer. Yeah. Uh, and you just got to wait and see where everything shakes out from there. All right. Okay. So hopefully it's um, okay. Should be. Um, yeah. Let's talk about... Uh, what did I have? Uh, Final Fantasy Fifteen and Lost Guardian have finally both gone gold. Uh, so long-awaited games. I believe the waits were six years for Lost Guardian and ten years for Final Fantasy. If I'm getting that right. About. I could have swore Lost Guardian was longer than six yeah, years. Yeah, I thought it was six. I thought it was like eight or something. So uh, maybe it just feels longer because some people just won't shut the hell up about it. Yeah. Every time there's a delay, it's all over Facebook. But there will be no more delays because the games have gone gold. So um, will you be getting Final Fantasy at all? I don't own a ps4 and honestly i've tried a few of the newer final fantasy games and i they're just not enjoyable okay all right i, I might try it last last uh, guardian i saw the gameplay video of that the other day and it looked, looked fine looked fun i don't know about final fantasy i doubt it maybe with like any year when it's on sale or something but uh yeah i know a lot of people have been waiting a long time for those so uh, those will be out on november th- 30th uh, Fun Fantasy and December 6th for Last Guardian, uh, which was suspicious, I guess, because um, South Park Fracture the Hole was supposed to come out on the 6th, and then that got delayed, and then Last Guardian was pushed to 6th. I don't know if there's anything to do with that, but. Nah, yeah, I mean, uh, South Park got delayed a long time. It got delayed to like March, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that's that, and that's that's pretty cool. Uh, let's move on to the games of gold for November, which are always fun to talk about. Um, I can see the, roughly the name of this first one, Dungeon something. 
Uh, let me pull that up real quick because I was really underwhelmed with games okay. with gold. I, was I remember with the second one, which is Murdered Soul Suspect, which I was going to buy on my PlayStation because it was for uh, on sale for four pounds. So I'm glad I'm going to get that for free. Uh, so while you look that up, I'll read out the others. Uh, Murdered Soul Suspect is from November 16th to December 15th. Um, Secret of Monkey Island, which I, I remember seeing that a, few, a good few years ago. That's on the 360. Always backwards compatible. I felt like I don't need to say that because it's, you know, it's been like that almost a year now. Um, that's from November 1st to the 15th. And Far Cry Blood Dragon, which they then decided to combine this and Trials and make the worst Trials game that they have. Uh, which is Far Cry Blood Dragon, um, which is from November 16th to November 30th. 30th. If you're interested in what I'm talking about, go on the website and check out my review for Far Cry. Uh, sorry, Charles uh, Blood Dragon. Charles of the Blood Dragon, which was basically the game that they made to combine uh, the Trials series, which is the 2D bike game, uh, with Far Cry Blood Dragon, uh, which has got the action and the shootings part of it um, into a, a game which in my opinion didn't work out very well so uh, yeah you can go and check that out for, for more from what I think um, so did you find what this first one's called? yeah it's called um, Super Dungeon Bros okay, and so any game that puts bros in it I immediately reject because <laughs> it's just it's stupid yeah uh, so that's from November 1st to 30th, so go through them again. It's Super Dungeon Bros on the Xbox One from November 1st to 30th. Murder Toll Suspect, which is a cool... Um, it's like the main character dies, and then uh, he has to solve his own murder. Yeah. Basically. From, from what I remember of the game, I remember being really into it, and then the reviews came out and said it was okay, but incredibly linear. That's um, fine. I'm fine. Which is is fine. I mean, I just like a little bit more, you know, freedom than that. Okay. Um, Monkey Island was a great classic early '90s game. Um, it's something that absolutely should be in your library and absolutely should be played. Um, okay. And the fact that they're letting because when that came out as the remaster, I immediately bought it, and so this is actually the first time when uh, both of the 360 games that are games with gold I've already owned. Oh, okay. Is that Far Cry game any good? It's actually a lot of fun. It's basically a parody of 80s uh, action movies okay. here in the U.S. Uh, it has nothing to do with bike riding. It's uh, got the voice actor, the guy that voices the main character, is the guy that played uh, um, the, the protagonist in the first Terminator movie, Okay. Uh, whose name escapes me at the moment. Mm. Guy, the actor's name is Michael Bain, but I can't remember what the character he played. Alright. Yeah, just for the record, when I saw the trailer for Trials of the Blood Dragon, it looked like a game that could work. Like, the biking and the shooting was good, but then when it was just like, I don't know, half an hour of just shooting, I was like, yeah, this isn't really a Trials game anymore. But uh, anyway, go and check out the review for that if you're, if you're interested. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, try and forget about that one. Um... So yeah, Murder Soul Suspect is November 16th to 15th, uh, Monkey Island is from November 1st to 15th, and then Far Cry Blood Dragon is from November 16th to 30th. That's interesting as well, because I thought that was a DLC for something? The, the Far uh, kind of. It was basically a parody that started out going to be a DLC, 
but then they just sold it as a separate game, like super cheap. It was like nine bucks, right. I want to say. Because when I first saw that, and I was like, "Will I need the other Far Cry game?" But apparently not. So no, it's it, it's in name only. It it's just kind of does a parody of it. Right. Um, I forget exactly how that came about, but yeah, it's completely separate from Far Cry Three in terms of gameplay. Okay, I'll check that. I'll check all of these out. Obviously, I'll be doing first impressions videos for them. Um, my, I'm still going to do the one for I Am Alive, which is last month's one. Um, I'll do that at some point this week, uh, which is a game I'm very impressed by. Obviously, I completed it when I had it. Um, but yeah, that was a great game. Um, I'm going to try these all out, but I'm uh, most excited for Murder Soul Suspect, mainly because I, I looked at the trailer and I was going to buy it. Um, so then it's good that it's free. Uh, so let's move on and talk a bit about our gaming history, which could be interesting. Uh, I'll, let, I'll let you go first. So what was like the first... Obviously, you've been around longer than me, so you have a longer gaming history. Uh, but what was like the first console you brought and like the first game you remember having? And then kind of go from there. Well, the first console which I owned was actually an Atari 2600, which I got for Christmas when I was six, I want to say. Seven, okay. Six or seven, something like that. Um, and I just remember it was a lot of fun, but I just remember being how mar- marveling and how different the graphics were versus like arcade games. Because you could get Pac-Man, you can get Asteroids, and they just look nothing like each other. All right. Um, also, that was the first console where I could actually beat a game. There was a game called Dodge'em. And you basically had the same track, and you had to run over dots, kind of like Pac-Man, but you were race cars. Okay. And then each level, you know, once you finished all the dots, the level would reset, and then it might add another car, or it might, you know, go faster or slower. And that was just, it only had ten levels, but you, it never advertised that. It was just, uh, you know, I played the game, and then the game was back to start. And I was like, okay, what happened? So I did it again, <laughs> and got through the to the tenth level, and ended it. I was like, okay, I guess that's the game. Okay, that sounds uh, interesting. Um, but, what, what else did you end up getting? Oh, I've owned most of the consoles throughout my life. I had an NES, which I bought. I had a Super NES. I had a, a Sega Gen. Um, sorry, a Dreamcast. Right. For a while, I loved that console. That was just way ahead of its time with so much stuff. I did briefly own uh, PlayStation 1, but I never really got into it. Uh, some, some classics there, like Crash Bandicoot and Spyro and probably yeah. a ton of other games that I'm like, forgetting off the top of my head. That, oh, uh, yeah, that no, no doubt game, that. That uh, Toy Story game that was interesting. Um, yep. Yeah, some, um, some good times. But at the end of the day, the thing that always put me off of the PS4, and that's true to this day for the PlayStation consoles, was the controller. I mean, I have fairly large hands, and those controls, I was always afraid I was going to sneeze, squeeze too hard, and snap (laughs) one in half. Right. I mean, even today, they're pretty flimsy and cheapy and plasticky, Mm. versus, um, you know, the the, uh, Genesis, the uh, Sega Genesis controller is pretty much the predecessor to the Xbox controller. They kind of look the same, especially the Duke Mm. for the original Xbox and that giant honking thing that came out. Yeah. Yeah, there was some. There was some. Uh, what was the other one? There was Abe that was on the PlayStation. Uh, yeah, well, what Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, Final Fantasy. I did play that. Didn't really care for it. All right. 
Okay. That's I, probably I it. Final Fantasy creeping up in my life when it was like, I don't know, Final Fantasy 8 or like around 7, 8, uh, how has there been like 15? That seems like so many games and I, I can't think of... Well, they don't know, really follow... Really, I've followed it, like, tracked when it was out and stuff, but I don't know, I never really played it that much. Well, some of them never came outside of uh, Japan, because there's the original Final Fantasy, which was an NES game, which I had and played and was awesome. And then I think we got Final Fantasy 3 on the Super Nintendo, but it was Final Fantasy 6, technically. Yeah. Um... And it was one of those things that it never really followed the normal naming convention. Because there was like X and X2 and double X minus Y equals Z squared and stuff like that. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what other consoles did you have? Uh, I Basically, once the Xbox came around, that's pretty much been my primary gaming console. Right. I mean, obviously, I still do a lot of PC gaming. Because uh, there's some games that just don't work very well on a console. Uh, real-time strategies aren't the best on console. They keep trying yeah. them, but they don't really work. You kind of need a keyboard and mouse for yeah. that. I mean, a lot of people talk about how Overwatch is better on PC because of the accuracy. And I do kind of feel sometimes that, like, if I'm using the Soldier and he's, like, he can shoot people in the air and Pharaoh's, like, going across the screen, I'm, like, hitting uh, 40% of the time. And I'm, like, maybe if I was just a little bit more accurate, I could probably get her in, in one one of her jumps so there's always that bit of annoyance but uh yeah yeah um so what else did you have that, that pretty much covers it okay. i mean you so gotta remember you're talking Xbox to then 360 did you did you ever get like an elite or anything like that uh i think i did have like the e like the Xbox 360e, just because the was 360 that the I black had. One that came yeah, out? that was that was the black boxy one that yeah, came out. Yeah, because it was the arcade which had the white disc tray, and then there was the Xbox 360, uh, which sometimes was called premium. I remember seeing it called premium in some places. That's the one that I've got, which is like the silver disc tray and the white Xbox, and then yeah, I think there was the Elite. Elite which was, was the one black, that, uh, the silver disc tray. Yeah, the Elite was the one that originally came out with a 120-gig hard drive, yeah. and it had the HDMI port. Uh, the original 360 did not have that. Yeah. Um, but I didn't own one of those. At some point, I know I bought one to replace one that had been needed repair, yeah. and it had HDMI, but I don't think it was the Elite, because I think that became a standard by that time. Yeah, there's a lot of cables behind that thing. There's like a USB slot, which is intended for the uh, wireless router thing. Um, and then there's a the HDMI slot, and then there's the obviously the power cable, and then there's the big like chunky AV cable thing in case you didn't have a HDTV at the time. Because um, mm-hmm. I still use mine time to time with like when I'm playing Lego Batman with my niece and stuff. So the Xbox is downstairs, and we can just have the old 360 controllers, um, which. I'm surprised how used to I've got to switching from an Xbox One controller to like a PS4 controller to like an Xbox 360 controller. Because um, the 360 one is like flatter and like a bit wider. And in the, 360, the Xbox One controller is a bit more like circular and sort of, you know, it's not like being flattened basically. Um, mm-hmm. so it, it was interesting to go back to that when I first did it. 
Uh, and then there's of course like the bit at the back of the 360 controller where the the um, power things like kind of sticking out. And then with the Xbox One, they just had the casing that goes over the back. Um, so that, that was quite cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I um, started off with a Nintendo GameCube. I got Super Mario Sunshine, um, which I because we had like a family PlayStation Two and a PlayStation One, so we would like kind of take turns. It wasn't like we couldn't afford another one or anything. It was just like we didn't. Nobody used it like all the time, so we we felt like we could share it because it's like a kind of computer where I don't know you have like a family computer and you can kind of have your different profiles and stuff so we kind of I don't know whenever the, someone wasn't on it we just kind of took turns in a way um, but again it wasn't because of like we couldn't have more than one uh, so I remember doing that for a lot of years um, but yeah the interesting thing was because we had the PlayStation 2 uh, of course, with the PlayStation One and then the PlayStation Two, which is where I like, you know, discovered Crash Bandicoot and Abe, which got the recent remaster, the new and tasty, uh, which was an amazing game. Uh, and then had things like Spyro, and um, yeah, like I said, probably a ton of other games that don't come to mind. Uh, and then, of course, things like Grand Theft Auto, but like Vice City and San Andreas, which was of course a massive game. Um, yeah, so I got my. Was it I opened my GameCube first? No, I opened the game first, the Super Mario Sunshine, and I was like confused at the time because I was like, you know, I can't play this on the PlayStation 2, and then of course I didn't know I had a uh, GameCube as well that Christmas, and then um, used that for for a while. I got uh, got some other games eventually, but I kind of, you know, nowadays where you kind of like you can switch between games and it kind of feels normal. It was sort of like. I didn't really know what FIFA was or anything like that. Like uh, I'd watched football and stuff, um, but it was like that. Super Mario was the only game I knew, so I just whenever I went to play a game, I just played on that. Uh, and then yeah, I got my PlayStation Two, which was the slim one. Uh, do you remember that? I vaguely remember it. I think I it's, was. It's like really small. I think I was roommates with a guy that had one because I vaguely remember playing. Uh, Kingdom yeah. Hearts 2 on it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I got that with FIFA Street 2, which is when I started to... That was maybe like my first football game. And then I got FIFA like 2002, things like that. Um, so that was kind of how that went for a while. And then I, I still had my like GameCube, but it was, you know, when like... The, the moment when you put your 360 away to play with your Xbox One, it was kind of like that transition where I kind of unplugged the GameCube and no more games were coming out for the GameCube, so I moved on to the PlayStation 2. Uh, this was way before I was like into IGN and all this other stuff, of course, and like podcasts. Uh, I don't even know if podcasts were around back then. Uh, they maybe were, but uh, I'm not sure. Um, and then, yeah, I had the PlayStation 2 for a while, and I... Uh, I end up with loads of games for that. Uh, some I've had to put in the attic and stuff because I just ended up with so many, and I've had to make space for like DVDs and you know the Xbox One and 360 games. Uh, and then of course I, um, I think it was like four years after the Xbox 360 came out, which has had a really long life cycle if you think about it. I mean, some games are still coming out for them. Uh, so I had that. And what was the first game I had with that? I think it was Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah, I got Grand Theft Auto 4 with it. And then I bought, like, Pro Evolution Soccer 2007. 
so that's when I started to switch between like a shooting game and a football game. Uh, and then I sort of uh, what was the other sort of games I got? Then I got Halo Four, I think, or yeah, Halo Three. And then that was when I you know, started high school, and then met, met some friends there, and that's that's when like the high school Call of Duty days and Halo days and the you know the competitive competitive sort of high school talk started of like I got thirty kills in this game. You know what I'm talking about, right? Where mm-hmm. like, but those were some like golden days of gaming. I mean, there's still games are still incredible now. But that was when, like, you know, you'd go home and you'd play Call of Duty and then you'd brag about it the next day when you come into school. And someone would be like, I'm going to prestige today. And that went on for, you know, five years. And it was like, uh, oh, did you see the new reveal trailer this year's Call of Duty? And it was like, have you seen what they added in multiplayer this year? And then it was, uh, what was it? It was Call of Duty 4, which was like the modern time. And it was like, oh, look, they're going back to World War one or two with uh, World of War and they're adding zombies and let's do zombies together and all this kind of stuff um, and then it was like oh we survived ten rounds together and you guys only survived five you know that sort of again that sort of uh, high school competitive talk which it was really fun thinking, thinking about it I mean you took it way too seriously when you were younger but uh, yeah we quickly moved on from Halo to Call of Duty I don't, I don't know what it was we maybe played Halo 3 for like six months or a year, but then everyone just kind of discovered this monster of a game that was Call of Duty. And then uh, I think when we left high school uh, and went to college, that's when we sort of, you know, everyone went their kind of separate ways and you found new kind of Call of Duty friends. And what game was it was coming out at the time? Uh, Black Ops 1 or 2 or something like that. Um, I think when I stepped off Call of Duty was Black Ops 2, I, I think it was. I was like, oh, I'm going to stop playing this, and I can't remember what game came out that replaced it. Uh, but yeah, that was when um, things like The Walking Dead Season 1 started coming out, and I started getting into all these like story-based games and uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, which I was very um, impressed with. That sort of came out, and I was playing those kind of games. And then, you know, the that was when you realised the high school uh, sort of Call of Duty days were gone. Um, but I was like, for a couple of years, I sort of dipped in and out Call of Duty. But it was never never the same as what it was at high school. Um, and then, yeah, I've moved on to, like, Overwatch. And I still play bits of other multiplayer games. Um, and yeah, now I'm, like, doing my own podcasts and listening to other gaming podcasts and all that sort of thing. And... I've only been kind of doing, I've been doing this podcast for a year, just over a year, like we said, uh, and that was when I you know, discovered people like Greg Miller, and then they moved on to uh, kind of funny and all that sort of stuff, uh, and that was when I really started getting into games, I'd say, as I am now. So yeah, that's kind of a long history of, of my sort of gaming experience, and then of course I got the Xbox One, which my first game was Lego Marvel, we know the the Marvel's Lego game that came out with it on launch day. It was that, and then uh, I got FIFA 15 the year after on the Xbox One, and then that's when I kind of put my 360 to bed, put it downstairs, used it for Netflix or whatever was the occasion. Um, so yeah, what do, what do you think of my 
kind of extensive history. That pretty much tracks with your age. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that's always going to be the most difficult part for me with the age difference thing because, you know, me being 42, I go back to a lot of older stuff and I remember, you know, games and never had that whole, you know, high school thing mostly because online didn't really exist on that level. Yeah. Um, it was almost at a point with guys, it's like, if you weren't playing Call of Duty, you were, like, a loser or whatever, or, like, you weren't, like, in with the crowd, because, like, everybody was playing Call of Duty, and, like, it, it was crazy. Yeah, I, I remember people, like, coming in every day and being like, I've prestiged again, and I've, like, got to the 10th prestige, and people, like, doing quick scoping and all this sort of thing, and it was crazy. Uh, I thinking about it, back to it now it was yeah it was crazy yeah thinking about my early stuff was that there were no updates you know you got, if you got the game you got the game and that was it there were no yeah uh, there's no there were no patches no there were no yeah. fixes there was no online anything i mean there was online but it was so minimalist it wasn't even funny <laughs> um yeah yeah online was was metered you know you had like an online service and you could do so many hours per month. Uh, this is like back during the AOL days, you know, when, you know, every, you know, 43 hours and you got that disc in the mail every other week. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you'd pay for an overpriced OXM magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just to get the demos. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but there were a lot more demos than in them days than there are now. I think like a lot more. Uh, well, that was you know that was pre online, so that was pre social media, so you know pre Facebook, pre yeah, Friendster, so, pre MySpace. So, yeah, uh, that was the only way to get your advertising out. Mm. Those magazines. Yeah, you can have a tweet from Red Dead Redemption that sparked you know online yep. uh, mysteries and clues. Uh, but I imagine if I have, like, a son in, I don't know, five years, or I don't know when it could be, but let's say I have a son, I could imagine him, like, kind of doing the same thing, going to high school, and I imagine Call of Duty's going to be around for a good long while still, uh, and then he may fall into that, or maybe he'll play, I don't know, Overwatch, or maybe he'll play Battlefield, or I don't know, because it wasn't anything kind of like that, it was like Halo or Call of Duty, and I felt like people were maybe not playing Halo that much. Um, at least in my high school, I don't know if it was different in other people's or different in a different time. Um, but it was like you know, every year new Call of Duty's out, we got to play it. Um, but yeah, it, it was crazy. So uh, that's basically my my history with games. Quite quite a long one. So basically, I owned GameCube, PlayStation Two. Uh, we did own a PlayStation 1, but it, it, it was, you know, back when we, we were sharing the consoles, like I said. Uh, and that was when I used to just, like, watch people play games. I didn't really, you know, think I wasn't as into them as I, I am now. Um, and then I had, like, a, you know, the old PSP, not the PSP, like, the one before the Vita, not like the Go, the, the first, first PSP. 3000? Wasn't there like I think a that's PS what it was 3000? Called? Maybe the one before that, like the very first one. I remember having that. It had like one analog stick, and it had this little casing at the back. You'd put your game into, and you'd have to like click it in, or it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had like virtual table tennis or virtual tennis. 
which was a really good game. I, I played a lot of that. Um, so yeah, I've had an interesting history with handhelds. I, I had that for a lot of years. Um, I had a DS for like a week. And then I remember going back to the, the PSP. I can't remember why I got rid of my DS, but it was just the way it was. Um, and yeah, it was just... After that, it was as soon as I got my Xbox 360, that's when things kicked off with, you know, the Call of Duty and basically started from there. And then I got the FIFAs and that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, Nintendo and their console, did you see some of the, they're starting to leak some of the specs out for the Switch? Okay. I didn't, I didn't see that. No. Uh, supposedly, it's obviously it's a leak, so it's not official, but supposedly it's going to have a six and a half inch screen. Right. Uh, which puts about it 720p. Yeah, 720p. Uh, the size puts it just about, but a little bit smaller than the iPad Mini. All right. So if you've ever held an iPad Mini, it's about that size. Okay. And supposedly there's going to be a big press event in uh, January 2017 to do the full launch of it, like a demo and stuff. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Um. But yeah, that, that's basically my gaming history. I don't know if you had anything else you, you wanted to say. No, I mean, mine is kind of like yours. You know, started as a kid, just never got out of the habit. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad I haven't dropped gaming and seen it as a as a weird thing. Like, I, I can't imagine what my, maybe what my life would be like if, if I didn't play video games. But obviously that would be, you know, a different me. So I don't know what that would be like because that person doesn't exist. Um. Yeah, and then, of course, TV. I started watching that, but that's a different podcast. For We, we could do, like, TV history and our TV podcast, maybe for, like, a, a special episode when we get to 50 or something. It's possible, but much yeah. like this, it's just going to make me feel old. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I think that's it for this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our history. If you have any questions or anything about it, then uh, feel free to email them to entertainmenttalk.com. Just in case you guys, if you guys are... Not sure or anything. It's entertainment talk with like two T, so it's not just entertainment and then the talk carries on through. It's two T's just just to like make sure in case you guys uh, don't know. Uh, like if you don't look in the description or whatever, because uh, sometimes I don't do that with podcasts, but they always say their emails and stuff. But yeah, it's entertainmenttalk.com. You can check out all the content on the website at entertainmenttalk.org. There was four podcasts that went up last week, so it was a uh, Quite the week. Uh, last week, Walking Dead came back, and DC stuff happened, and we did a TV podcast, which uh, I've updated the schedule for the website, so uh, follow that accordingly. I don't have specific times, like the podcast will be up by 4 o'clock, it'll be like at some point during that day, so... Uh, uh, but yeah, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can do so at etalkuk, uh, and that's for updates as well, if there's any delays to podcasts or anything like that. Uh, but yeah, that's everything. Um, Robert, you did a recent Late to the Game article, which was for Hand of Fate. That went out last week. Uh, Amanda is posting a article about the Firefly board game, which I didn't know existed until she told me about it. Did you know anything yeah, about that, that? Yeah, that was a couple of years ago when that came out. It looks really cool. I mean, I'm a huge Firefly fan. Yeah. But that game just looks really complicated. I mean, it looks just nuts. You can okay. see some uh, videos of people playing it on YouTube, mm. and it looks way more complicated than it needs to be. But, you know, yeah. I'm a big fan. If I had 
people around me that would play board games, I'd probably own it. Mm. So if you want to know more about that, Amanda is writing an article about that this week, so uh, keep an eye out, which you can do so on Twitter at eTalkUK. That's it for this week. We'll be doing, so this will be out on Monday, and then Tuesday will be, uh, oh yeah, tomorrow's going to do a Halloween stream, which will be for the Resident Evil game that came out with the PlayStation games, with gold, uh, PlayStation Plus games. Uh, so I'll do that tomorrow, and hopefully get that uploaded on the same day, because it'll be suitable. Wednesday is going to be All Condemned will be recorded, so that will be for episode 2 of season 7, that will be uploaded Thursday, and then we can do the TV podcast Thursday, which will be every other week, and then DC will be on Fridays, which this week will include Legends of Tomorrow, because that premieres this week in the UK, so thanks everyone for listening, and we shall see you for all that cool piece of content, goodbye. Bye bye.